Welcome to episode 35 of the Permaculture Pimpcast. The only Pimpcast out there where we discuss permaculture, preparedness, and practical living. It's a good day to be here. All right. Today is going to be my first ever exclusive Pimpcast uh, that's not going to YouTube. It's not going to be simulcast. And there's a, there is a reason for that. And that is, it has to do with number one, I'm trying to lean more traffic over to here because YouTube is more of an instructional type thing. I can't drop the kind of truth and I can't have guests that drop the kind of truth and expect to have a YouTube channel for much longer because I sort of look at YouTube at this point as a means to convey some really important information of a how-to nature. But here, I can get down to brass tacks and I can't think of a better guest to have on than somebody that many of you have never heard of, but you're you're going to wish you did, especially the more you find out about her. And that is real... Well, her YouTube channel is the real Aaron T. Scott. She had a previous YouTube channel that was taken down. And guess why? Because she spoke too much truth. Now, today is more of an inaugural type interview. And I I plan, I have every intention to bring her back for a number of other issues. And the biggest reason is I don't know of anybody that can communicate a point. She is a truly gifted communicator, in my opinion. She can communicate a point in a way that nobody else can. And she has a wide range of knowledge, how-to knowledge. She is one of the very few real, real, real off-gridders that does it, I mean, from top to bottom. Every single way imaginable, she's getting it done. And I got to say, it's been a real joy to have her on here. A lot of the information she expresses in here, you may not agree with, but I got to be honest with you, folks. I implore you to listen all the way through. And when I say you may not agree with it, remember the mark of any real thinker is the ability to hear any argument without necessarily agreeing or disagreeing with it. So absorb what you think is useful and let me know what you think. All right. With that said, here we go. Why don't you tell us who you are, what brought you to this work right off the bat before we get into the nuts and bolts of it? All right. Uh, in general, um, I am a parent. Uh, um, I have three I have three children. Um, I turned 53 this year. Been around the block a few times. Um, I've got two grand uh, grandsons through my daughters. They each have one. So, uh, you know, Broken family from my parents, broken family in my first relationship, the same BS that we all go through. Um, uh, but what makes up me is um, I was I grew up way different than than most people. I never fit in. I was heavily teased as a as a child in school, hated hated school. Matter of fact, I homeschooled my my three uh, up until um my divorce. And then my ex said, uh, no, I can't do this. And, and, and tried to put them in school and the school kicked them out because they didn't think proper. We'll get into that later. Uh, but I was given a gift by my mother and she always told me that, uh, I could do anything I wanted to. 
and because I was very explorative on, on pretty much anything. Uh, so I went through school really good in math and, and, and sciences and stuff. And, and even in, well, pretty much everything. Um, I, I tested out um, repeatedly um, because I had so many troubles. They kept testing me and testing me and trying to figure out what my problem is, why I didn't fit in and so on and so forth. And um, so I ended up going through school um, having lots of troubles, but being very successful. In other words, I would I would um, I'd go through a math class and I wouldn't do any homework and the teacher would get unhappy with me because they thought I would be um, cheating or something because I'd sit down and take the quizzes and tests and not having to use a calculator because we didn't have calculators back then. Uh, and, you know, I would I would do the algebra and the, and the trig and I do it all, all all in my head. And and with, you know, I wouldn't even write my stuff down. I just see the stuff and I could do it. And so I excelled. And my mother was a realtor and coming out of high school, um, she tried to find me um, uh, something where I could use my engineering um, ambitions because uh, I went through a Votech into um, drafting back then before we had computers, you know, uh, pencil and line drafting. I really loved doing that. I was very skilled in, in, in lots of arts, um, even taught art at, you know, in my late teens at one of the local fine art centers, you know, pottery, painting, that kind of thing. Very expressive in that way. Um, but I spent the majority of my career uh, in engineering, I was a surveyor and civil engineer. Uh, the majority of the career that I had up until 2010, so uh, from the late 80s when I came out of uh, the government indoctrination camps, um, I did some college, but I never got a degree, and I yet excelled in pretty much every uh, engineering company that I went to. Made a lot of people uncomfortable that I tended to grasp things that um, you know that a lot of the guys couldn't do. Uh, but I'm, I might work my way up. So I started at the bottom as a um, as a, a rodman, as you would on a, on a survey crew. This is before um, electronic instruments, EDMs, and things like that were uh, fully integrated into all the companies. Um, a lot of the old surveyors said, "I don't trust that electronics. We'll use the old steel chain when we're measuring that kind of thing," because they wanted to go through their slope calculations and stuff. Well, I kind of grew up through that, and I was, for the most part, as most of you are, um, heavily indoctrinated into the social system, the monetary system, the financial, the, the political, all the um, government indoctrination that we got when we went to that wonderful 12 years of encampment. Well, uh, years go on, and... Um, Maybe you can ask me about this one um, at another time. We all have our stories about when we woke up, woke up. Uh, my first one was in uh, was with the um, uh, 11th day of that famous month. Uh, the number nine and so on and so forth. <laughs> oh, actually, wait, I could just say this stuff, right? We're on, we're, we're, we're not. No, you go on yeah. inhibited. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so September 11th, um, was very fascinating to me. We can get to the details of it because it was kind of neat that one of the engineers in the firm that we, um, that I worked in, he was an architect and he had, had done tutelage under the uh, Japanese guy. And I can't remember his name who actually designed the towers. Remember that name. So yeah. the, the, mo the moment those towers fell, he knew it was a demolition within seconds. 
And of course, you know, because we're all programmed, you know, your, your, your brain, everybody's brain is going, cannot compute, cannot compute, don't understand fear, fear, you know, that we haven't had the opportunity to start to see past the, the mind control that is governor, a uh, governor mentis governments. It is not a group of people out there trying to do the best for you. Uh, and, you know, and trying to represent you and, and help you fix the roads and the schools and all that. No, no, no. Most of you who are going to watch this are going to know that it is truly slavery. Well, I didn't know this at first, but that was my first wake up call. But because I was in a bad marriage, you know, life, gets in our way of our own growth. Well, separation happens. I move out to California. My career takes off like batshit crazy because I am a worker and a, a, a thinker, a creator, and I, and I really get to do some wonderful things in my career. My income goes off the charts, you know, and um, because I... Um, because I um, was willing to do anything and everything and do it well, um, I had opportunities fall in front of me to meet people, uh, do things and accomplish things that are way above what most people can wrap their heads around. Uh, and in my, the end of my career or, or one of the last companies that I was at, I was lead project in, uh, surveyor engineer on uh, literally $100 million projects in California. I worked on bridge, highways, you know, I've done everything. I mean, I've been, for most of my career, been on construction sites. So I know how things go together. Well, I had put 9-11 uh, behind me, as most of us did, because, you know, we all just kind of went back to sleep. Most of us, some stayed awake. Not me. I went back to sleep because, you know, I got a divorce to go through, got to take care of my kids and whatnot. But in um, 2008, 9 and 10, that was the second opportunity to have the red pill shoved down my throat. And this is what I tell I've said on my channel uh, for a long time is as long as your paycheck continues the way it is and you can continue to get the things that you want and everything seems normal, you will not take the red pill because you don't have to. You generally take the red pill or you start to wake up when what you've been depending on, because you're not depending on yourself, as you and I both discussed uh, becoming independent, uh, is, is taken away from you. So I was making 120,000 a year, you know, yearly bonuses of eight, seven, $10,000. I mean, I had the money, I had everything. You know how, um, when you have a resume and you're supposed to go interview for a job and all that fun crap that us sheeple used to do as we're going through the, the locks of the, uh, of the herd, you know, where the herd goes to whether you're going to get sheared or you got to get milked or whatever, you know, that's what we, we were being herded. You, okay. We only get one sheet and you really only want the front because we don't want to really look at you. We just want to know if you have enough to be able to manage the buttons on the register so that, so that we can have a machine there running the machine. That's all they really cared. Well, my resume was a three ring binder. So I had documents of drawings, uh, companies that I've done projects for, 
on and on and on. So when somebody looked at it, you know, I could walk into an engineering firm. I could set my uh, three ring binder on the CEO's desk. And uh, up until 2008, I almost could guarantee you that this would be the response. Well, Mrs. Scott, nice to see you here. What brings you to this part of the uh, world? Well, I'm moving for the. Oh, wait. Wow. You've worked for this corporation? What were they like? Oh, that was cool. Oh, nice. How, how long did you do that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. I liked what you've got here with, I mean, just on and on where they would just be blown away by some of the projects that I've worked in and what I presented and my responsibilities and so on and so forth. And generally, a uh, interview would go on for at least an hour. You know, if you're out of there in five minutes, you know you ain't got a job. When you're there for an hour, you, you pretty much got it. Well, there were usually two questions they would ask me when we got done. And one was, well, since you have so much experience across the board, uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to work in the field? Do you want to sit behind a computer? What do you want to do? So I had my choice for quite a few years of what I wanted to do. The second one was, how much do you need? I could set my wage. Then, as the housing market blew up in California starting in, in 07 and rolling in, or, or excuse me, in the fall of 07, rolling into 08, that come to an abrupt end quick. Then... I start going around with my cute little three ring binder saying, look at all of this beautiful stuff. And I start to get the responses of, oh, wow, Mrs. Scott. And da, da, da. oh, and you were an instructor for the Northern California Surveyors Joint Apprenticeship Committee for, for three years. You were teaching. Yeah. And, and they go through and they read the same story and they get to the end. And after an hour of my time, they look at me and say, wow, we really love to have you. But. At this point in time, um, can we keep your resume on file? And the first few of them that would cost me $20, $25 to put one of these together because of the prints, I was like, sure, yeah, because I thought I was going to get a call back. Twelve months later, I wasn't even getting responses in emails. Mm. It makes you wake up to who values you for what. And when you can't, when your income goes from $120,000 to zero, you want to know what's going on and why. So all that to get to this point, I thought I was smart back then. Mm -hmm. I thought I knew some shit. I really did. What I come to find out is I didn't know the world that I lived in. I didn't understand it. I didn't stand under the knowledge of the world that existed around me. And the point I want to make home, and I'm, this is where I might start stepping on toes. And so most of you that are going to be watching this video, you're on the higher spectrum than the general population. But we all need to own up to the fact that we were lied to most of our lives about almost everything. Touche. And that it is our responsibility to educate ourselves. Because most of you are still somewhat in the sheepyard. A lot of you are trying to work your way out of it, so I don't want to be insulting, but I'm going to be realistic. And this is the red pill. Most of us on the face of the planet don't know who we are or what we are 
And we don't know how this universe works. And because we don't, we don't have the ability to operate in it properly. You don't know that you are truly a spirit on a physical journey and what this world, this uh, materium actually is. You don't understand time. You don't understand energy. So what I want to do is tell you that the last 10 years of my life from my early 40s to now my early 50s has been the biggest education. And the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. So we could spend weeks and weeks trying to have me share some of the information that I've learned uh, with you. And maybe we will do some 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 uh, podcasts because Billy is thinking that if 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 y'all want to, we can we can do this on on some things. But um, in my education, I've learned one thing, and that is this: you don't know what you don't know, and who do you listen to? So what I want to do is, if y'all have a pen and paper, and then you can pause this and start writing some stuff down. I want to give you some sources of information and people to go look at because they do a far better job of linguistically presenting to you the information that is their passion. Billy has his passions. I have my passions. We're all going to have our own passions, but we should all become, uh, as another one of our favorite YouTubers likes to call herself um, an Anne of all trades, we all need to be of all trades. We all need a base knowledge across the board. Greater than what we all realize at the moment. Because until you know what's going on in these other categories and these other departments and these other places, you're still going to be caught off balance when those who do know the information use it against you. So the whole idea and the whole concept is this. Most of you have been, for most of your lives, in some form or fashion, the, the housewife that goes to the mechanic and gets taken for a ride. You don't know how to change your own oil. You don't know how to, and, and that's what Billy and I and a lot of other YouTubers are trying to share that. But there's more to just uh, your own food production. That's huge. That's the base. Billy and, I, Billy and I have been pushing that because we know if you can't feed yourself based on the changing conditions, well, quite frankly, you don't have a good chance of making it through the changes that are coming. So I'm going to uh, suggest that you get a pen and paper and start taking down some notes. I'm going to go through a, a bunch of sources of information that I think if you can get through, because I guarantee you one of them is going to trip your ego or trip you somewhere. And, oh, no, I don't believe this or I don't believe that. But my motto, and it's not mine, I, 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 I nabbed it from somebody else. I think it was Chris Dwayne. Um, on silver bullet, silver, silver shield. He, I think he's the first one I heard it from, but it's not, it's not a, um, I don't think he's the one who came up with it either, but it is listen to all and follow none. And I have so many, many times, uh, met people that will get triggered on one topic. And because of that, I don't like you no more. You yep. said this and, and, yep. and that's it. And I'm unsubscribing and you know what? Your teachability index just hit a zero and a zero. So there are some sources of the information on 
that I've gotten into that have opened my eyes to a world that we live in that has helped me get out of the matrix. And this is a journey and it is not something you're going to do in a week. It has taken me over 10 years to mass the knowledge that I have now. And I still feel inadequate because I don't feel like I have access to all the truths that we do need to know, which they're coming out slowly. But, you know, that's that's humans. We're slow in our we're slow to change. So the first thing I want to do is uh, say um, there are YouTube channels that I absolutely employ of you to go educate yourself on. First one is uh, the system that we're in, specifically the legal system, because most of you incriminate yourselves every time you open your mouth because you do not know language or words and what they mean, like government. What does government mean? It does not mean a group of people that say, okay, we're going to go help everybody else and we're going to look out for everybody's best interest. Government is Governero mentis from, I think, the Latin, and it means mind control. And we can go on and on and on and on. Uh, my other favorite example is um, the word drive. Uh, Billy, you were out just a little while ago before we got together. Where did you go? I drove down the hill. You drove. <laughs> you did. You drove. So let me ask you this question. Were you getting paid to do that? Did somebody pay you to, 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 to go from here to there in, in your uh, truck? No, I paid All myself, right. I guess. Okay. So in Black's Law Dictionary, the word drive is specifically tied to the conduction of commerce, which means you are getting paid to do that. If you're not getting paid, then you are traveling. So when a, a blue-suited road pirate pulls you over and says, are you driving? Who's driving? And that you immediately incriminate yourself. You right. have already told them that you're guilty because you're answering like that. No, sir, I'm not driving. Well, you're sitting right there. You're behind that wheel. No, I'm not driving. But they're idiots. And all they know how to do is coerce you into indentured servants or slavery because they're going to try and get you a ticket and get you to pay. But the point is this. You don't know the world you live in. So the first things you want to do is learn about the system. You want to know this matrix that you've been brought up in. So you, you recognize this one, Billy, Mark Passio. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what one on earth is happening? Mm -hmm. Write that down. Yusuf L. Yusuf L. And his channel is High Frequency Radio. Go watch his stuff. Um, Jeff Berwick on the Dollar Vigilante, who's no longer on YouTube either, and I think he's on one of the other platforms. Uh, but Jeff Berwick, the Dollar Vigilante, he is an anarcho capitalist. Listen to him. One of my favorites, and as far as I'm concerned, he may end up being, depending upon how history plays out, one of the next founding fathers if he can step up to the plate because of what's between his ears. And that's Brian Young over at High Impact Flicks. Uh, and grease monkey videos. You should be you should be listening to what these men say. Uh, and the other old ball guy I like is um, Max Egan. Max Egan is good. And so um, these are spectacular individuals uh, to uh, open you up to the, the 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 slavery that we have all been born into. 
and it's going to take time and you're going to have to go back into their works and really dig through and listen to hours upon hours of knowledge and information. But if you want true spiritual growth, you cannot stand as God made you in his image until you know how to be a king or queen, which means you got to go learn. We're all on this path. Some of us are further along than others, but that's the whole point. In order for us to be free, there are three things that I say that cannot exist. As long as they exist on this planet, we will not be free. And that is government, mind control, religion. And this is not saying that Jesus Christ isn't your savior. Don't go there. I'm talking organized religion where you go into a building that they call the church because the church is the people. You go into a building that they call the church and there's a man that stands up there and tells you what to think. And he gives you your his interpretation, which is generally wrong. And these organizations are controlled by 501c3s by the government. So there's some things they can say and some things they are not allowed to say because they are controlled by the beast system. If you don't get your head wrapped around that, you're not free. And the other thing is money, because I don't believe we need money to be kings and queens, okay? And I did serious videos on these five, six years ago on my original channel before it got taken down. But the point is this, those are all paradigms of control. Now, do I still advocate for you getting silver because that's what it's been throughout history and that's what money is going to go back to? And because of the suppression and all that, yeah. And then when the dollar dies, yes, I, you know, I still advocate doing that. But to quote one of my um, favorite mentors, money or excuse money, money, gold and silver are not wealth. They're not. They're riches. They are an indicator of wealth. You'll get on a lot of these um, silver channels or alternative um, uh, money channels, and there's a lot of really good ones that you can learn from. But they get language and words confused. Wealth is comparable to health. Health is the state of our physical manifested body, whether we're toxic or we have everything that we need and we're strong. Wealth is what you have up in your head. Wealthy people can lose their riches and regain them. Poor people can win lotteries and turn right around and lose it. Wealth is what helps you gain because you know how the system works and you know how to get where you want to go. You know how to do your chicken tractor or compost. Those are items of wealth. And we're all in the process of trying to become wealthier not richer. You do not need riches to be extraordinarily wealthy. So there are a ton of other channels that I highly recommend that you go to uh, people to follow Greg Hunter. Uh, I love him dearly, oh, yeah. even though I totally disagree with his, his still uh, fascination with holding on to the government system. He wants to be he wants to be a Republican. Um, he just did a fantastic interview with Bill Holter. You want to mm -hmm. listen to a lot of the interviews, the people that he gets on. Uh, I watch uh, Greg Hunter's videos all the time because he brings on some good guests. Um, you know, uh, Bill Holter. Another one is um, uh, Kathleen Austin Fitz. Um, oh, yeah. 
she she is incredible. Um, interestingly enough, I, I like to uh, basically um, joke around with a lot of the people who followed me for a long time. I said, yeah, there's a whole lot of people that are coming out, coming into my way of thinking. And, and that's because they're finally realizing, like Catherine Austin did, Fitz did over the last few years, that, wait a second, this corruption has only one conclusion, and that's collapse, total collapse of the entire system because our entire belief system is flawed, and that that corruption exists in all the minds of all the people. Yes, you. Yes, me to an extent still because we, we haven't truly gotten to where we need to be. So until you're willing to evaluate yourself, and I'll give you a couple of quick um, other things for reference, um, I would highly recommend, highly, this changed my life, that you go get um, Your Wish is Your Command by Kevin Trudeau. I would recommend you go get that and listen to all 14 hours of his audios because he will help you to start to rethink how you approach things because the problem is we are programmable creatures and once you get taught by the government indoctrination camps that the first thing you hear is the truth what is that saying it's either easier to convince uh, to lie to a man than to convince him that he's been lied to it's going to be extraordinarily hard for you to reevaluate your own belief systems and this is a hard one Ego gets in our way. We don't want to be wrong. We want to think we know what we know. And that's the problem. We're not teachable. And Kevin Trudeau will talk about the teachability index. All the elite societies use the teachability index. It is not a bad thing, but it is a function of your growth. And until you can understand your own growth, if you're not growing, you're dying. So you want to be in perpetual growth uh, mentally, spiritually, and Health-wise, that's what we're here for, to reach the highest us that we can be, the highest me I can be, the highest you you can be. We want to get to that place. And the only other way that we can get to that place is by challenging every aspect of our belief systems, because only by challenging do we really truly know the strength of it. And that means you must be a contrarian and you must always look for contrary information to make sure that that stock you just bought that's been going up and up and up isn't about to turn around and come back down or the system that you depended on isn't about to dump you as most of you are now aware that the systems that you've been depending on are dumping you and that's why Billy's doing what he's doing and why uh what was the gentleman Brian last night that you talked to uh, I want to say um he did pretty good. I mean, I would have changed some wording around a little bit, but for the most part, that guy was right on it. I mean, he he saw it. But, you know, then again, has he touched, um, touched some of the topics that we all need to touch to truly know the world we live in, the technologies that the um, mind controllers have and hold against us and use against us? Because we are at war. There is a war going on right now, and it is against you. There are people in this world that want each one of you to die. And they're going to go through every means that they can. They're poisoning you in your food. They're poisoning your mind with information. They're, 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 they're sucking the life out of you because they are parasites. And until you come to terms 
with the real world that you live in, that you do not know the language you speak, you do not know the, 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 what the world really is, that we are all energy, that there are not a bunch of marbles bouncing around a vacuum, that that's not correct. Until you understand the world that we live in, you cannot make good judgments and you will fail. And I don't want you to fail. And Billy doesn't want you to fail. And a lot of the people out here in the world don't want you to fail because most of us are good. We're good at the core, but we are all dealing with a very polluted world that we live in mentally and spiritually, uh, physically. We're, 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 we're dealing with these pollutions and the only way that we can deal with them is to know what they are in order to make uh, decisions to, I mean, like when we first learned about MSG, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, well, let's start reading labels on food and stop buying stuff with MSG. And then we find out, well, they're putting in anyway and they're not labeling it. So, um, well, we probably ought to grow our food. Oh, wait, they shut down the supply chains. You can't get it to the grocery store. What are you going to do? You've got all of these things that are changing because they, they realize that we are now waking up to the matrix that we're in and we're not happy about it. Aaron, let, so me, all, huh? let, me, let me go ahead and jump in there for a minute because right. you just gave, just right off the bat, right out of the gates, a PhD understanding <laughs> about the world around us. And folks, this is exactly what I was talking about. This is why she's been so suppressed. This is why many of you have never heard of her and why you need to go check her out her YouTube channel, Aaron T, the real Aaron T. Scott. Um, and she's only giving you a small spattering of the true extent of the things she can cover. And when I say she just gave you a PhD understanding, I know many of you are probably thinking that you just drank from a fire hose. And in the future, we'll go ahead and unpack more and more and more because every component that she just talked about deserves an entire show. I kid you not. But Aaron, what I want to get to is because we only have an hour in this segment. Well, actually, we got about we got less than 30 minutes left. Um, I, just for the record, I want to say that I don't know that I've ever met too many people in this world that could weave a tapestry and a vision and create an idea for those who have not themselves seen. I don't know. You brought up a lot of wonderful people, many of which I check out myself, but I don't know that I've ever seen anybody that could weave a tapestry the way you do. And this is exactly why I wanted so badly to talk to you for the longest time. But I want to drop back a little bit and give you've you've identified a lot in the periphery of the problems that we have going on right now. I want to go back to when you first woke up and realized, and it's funny because our lives parallel, just like you, other things I was aware of before 2001, 9-11, but that definitely put me on a road to understanding. And like you, 2008, the only job I could find was in third world countries throughout 2008, 2009. So we share that together too. And like you said, if, if you're a thinking person, you will ask critical questions of not only yourself, but the world around you. And then here we are now, this overlay, and here we are, record numbers of people. I was just in an event with Joel Salatin last week where he talked about record numbers of people are becoming homesteaders. Record numbers are, well, he didn't say this, but I'm going to infer it that if they're becoming homesteaders, that to some extent or another, they're also waking up at least to the realities of this food system. I want, to, I want to drop you back a little bit, and then we're going to have to unpack some of this other stuff in, other, in subsequent podcasts, because everything you said right here would probably, we'd have got through five minutes of it before they dumped us off of YouTube, so naturally, we're handling this right here. I want to, I want to talk about when you first woke up and realized, 
because we have we have a short i mean with the with the stream yard that we're using right now we don't have the benefit of going longer at least not under my non-subscription service which i'm going to change next time um you woke up and then you saw the world around you and you were emerging from plato's cave or um you know from the matrix whatever you choose to call it all there's a bunch of people waking up right now and you're one of those people that made drastic changes in your life. What did that look like for you? And what can you, what advice can you give to the other people that are waking up right now? Where do you start them? Where do they begin? All right. So, um, within my group, um, we have actually all kind of come to a conclusion where we where um, we almost feel like you ain't got enough time left to make the changes are going to happen so fastly, so fast that most people aren't going to be able to keep up with them. Um, but teachability index, teachability index is an index of your willingness to learn on a scale of one scale of one to 10 versus your willingness to accept change on a scale of one to 10. There are people that love to learn. They got it. And I know what I'm talking about. I heard it, nah, 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 but they won't do a damn thing for themselves. Then you got people who are good at going out there working uh, and doing things, but they really don't want to learn. Now, I know what I'm doing, and they, they keep on their own path. They won't change their way. Um, so anybody who is kind of lagging or new or, or just coming into this in the last two years, because two years ago, a little over two years ago, in um, what got my original channel taken down, I had over a 1,000 videos up of uh, every system redesigned because like I said when you when you have a home and your foundation crumbles out from under you you're going what the heck happened and then you have to rebuild your home and what you're asking me is how did I rebuild my home what I knew on a spiritual level is that we had a massive human cleansing that was on its way didn't know how long it was going to take once you understand that it's coming you anticipate it being here tomorrow. So sometimes, you know, some of my timing's been off, but we're actually here because you can see by the events that are going on around the world that it's happening really fast. So what I would say is, uh, unfortunately, most of you who are watching this that are a little bit behind or just woke up in the last couple of years, you're not um, gifted the luxury of time, which means in order for you to become successful at making some of these changes in life, you're going to have to Trust that the people out there like me and Billy and 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 I can go down a thousand, you know, people on 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 YouTube that got taken down. They're still there and they got taken down. And, and you could you can listen to what they say and implement it as fast as humanly possible. You have to have faith in order to do that. You have to believe that there is you have you have a spiritual connection. And let me talk about that for just a brief moment. Because most of us don't want, don't know what we are. We are spiritual creatures that happens to have a physical manifestation in this materium. We have power. We have power that you can't even wrap your head around because you have too much junk up here stopping it. So the movies, The Matrix, and the movie Star Wars, like that loved to flaunt that in front of you, but you say, oh, no, 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 that's just movie. But we are connected spiritually, energetically. So you need to understand 
that we have the ability to communicate without these stupid things. Absolutely. We have the ability to interact with our physical material around us in ways that are shown and described in those movies. But there's skill sets. We're starting with the basics because if you can't get the basics done, you can't move on to the next level or the third level or Jedi level. You can't get to those levels if you can't have the basics of knowing how to discern information because you have a foundation of proof of concept on all applications. If you can't get past that and you're still working through the proof of concept on, okay, um, everything is energy. And as, as Billy talks about with his recycling of energy from where you can find it in his recent videos of, okay, here's a source of, of life energy. Here's this carbon deposit here, the, the recycling uh, of this compost here and all that and how we're using that energy. And still you can start to understand that you're not going to be able to understand your personal relationship with energy and life energy around you and your ability to interact and communicate with it on a higher level. So we have that, but we're not, we're, we, we got a long ways to go. So me waking up was a realization that of that spiritual aspect in parallel to the understanding of the lies in front of us. It was a combination of both of those, Billy, all at the same time. You, you don't, you can't, one begets the other. You can't have one without the other. And the, 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 the information's in, in front of us. Uh, the question is, do, does the, the original propaganda that we were told block our minds from being willing to accept the fact that others are going, no, 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 you need, you need to understand, you can do this. And this is, you know, because when you first uh, contacted me, you were suggesting that we do a women's only uh, event because you saw a need, because that's what we're here for spiritually. We're here to come find issues to figure out how to, to, to learn about them and fix them. That's our, our spiritual goal is to come here and make the world, the physical world, a better place. Learn spiritually how to grow and become the best that we can be in whatever we want to do. So uh, your ability to change as fast as humanly possible is a skill set that is going to have to get developed beyond beyond imagination light years yeah light years and it's not going to be easy most people aren't going to and that's why things have been played out the way they are they know people are slow they're programmed they don't like to change we're habitual creatures we like to do our things and that that's what gives us comfort it's the not knowing that makes us uncomfortable and people who can step out of their comfort zone are the most successful people in this, in this material. Right. So, okay. So the mentally they got squared away. Um, I, I'm just assuming that mentally, I mean, they're going to have to do a light. <laughs> they're going to have to kick this thing up on steroids in terms of, first of all, understanding it's like that acronym survival that you learn in the army where it stands up. The first thing is it's the word survival. It's, Break it down to an acronym. First, the S stands for size up the situation. Undo haste makes waste. Remember where you are. Value living. Improvise. Act like the natives. Live by your wits. I mean, it's all in there in that. I'm sure I got it out of whack, but you get the point. Mm -hmm. So in that survival acronym, size up the situation. And I would equate that to what you just said. Now, materially, 
Okay, where would you? I'm not sure you've given this a whole lot of thought. I'm kind of catching you flat footed here, but I'm basically been saying, okay, yeah, you need a farm. You know, you need if you can. I don't care if you live in an apartment. The only thing that makes a farm a farm is the farmer itself. Um, I'm saying right out of the gates, if you just woke up, okay, you can go get beans and rice, mylar bags, and all that stuff. But in no way is that an end all be all. That is just a that's a way to get you on the pavement. You're not doing anything else besides that. Yeah, and I I don't even recommend that. Uh, the reason the reason being is because uh, bags of beans and rice, um, the best that they're going to suit is a buffer. Uh, exactly, I totally you, agree. You, you, I I recommend that anybody listen to this. If you are producing a significant portion of your food, uh, then you're not going to make it anyway. Because those of us who have done this, and I've been living off grid for ten years now. Uh, you know, oh, and I, I didn't mention that in my um, introduction. When I lost my career, I went back and re-educated myself, and I learned how to, or I, I got, um, essentially, I went through a course to become a NABCEP certified uh, solar installer, and I started up my own company installing solar. And after about two years of that, I got so sick of the um, of the corruption within the business world that I just stopped doing that. I didn't stop installing solar. I still do it, but I don't do it as a business. So what you want to know is that um, your, your ability to learn things is going to be your, your biggest, um, how should I put this? Your, 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 your biggest uh, ball and chain, your willingness to learn things. When, um, uh, uh, when, when, when um, uh, Billy and I uh, were, were, were discussing these changes, the one issue that got my channel taken down so hard uh, was because I called out the truth real hard on the, on the, on the, on the COVID BS. But the reason I was being uh, initially um, censored prior to that in, in 16 and 17 and going into 18 um, was because my channel did something that very few, as you like to say, I was the biggest red pill out there. The difference was people don't change easy and I was giving them the why. So as you said, I weave things together really nicely. What I was doing was showing you what you're tied into in the matrix and how it's failing. And I was trying to lead into the homesteading aspect of it or the self-sufficiency aspect of it. Because I understood something a long time ago that, um, that I knew was the end picture. And that is we have to be responsible for ourselves, period. When you pack away extra storage, and I'm not saying I don't, I do. There's things that I cannot produce that I have to stock up on. Uh, I don't have any cinnamon trees, so I buy big bulk things of cinnamon. I can't go to a salt mine and buy big things of salt. But what I get is the basics. When it said, like Billy said, just get some beans and rice, um, I want to tweak that a little bit. Get your basics that you can build off of, and beans and rice could be basics, but they're not necessarily nutrition in their food. 
they are f generally fillers. They're not the whole package. You need to learn nutrition, which plants uh, provide that nutrition, and you need to change your diet, and that's your goal. Why? Because you need to be healthy. And if you're healthy, generally you're not eating beans and rice a lot. They're, they're like a, a bread. It's something you put something on or mix with to, to, to fill out the size. Not that there isn't mild amounts of nutrition in it, but the real thing is you want to learn how to create yourself food quickly. Because even as um, Billy and I are both really good at growing food, what we've learned is because of the changing conditions, uh, throw that stupid word out there, climate change, well, climate's always going to change. The question is, can you change with it? Like this year, we had substantial droughts, but I still managed to produce uh, hundreds of pounds worth of butternut squash this year because we had just two weeks worth of rain between two months of drought and then two months of drought. I knew I had to go right then and there when the time hit. Oh, we got rain. I got a wet soil. I filled up my tanks. I can water for a bit. Let me plant. And then we got one more rain after that, that first rain. I've got it planted. They came up. And with the remaining water that was in that soil, I managed to grow those plants out. I had a little bit of watering that I did out of my tanks. And I managed to produce, I'm, I'm going to estimate, you know, 250, 300 pounds at least of, of, of um, butternut squash and, and, and some corn and some beans. So I did a crop of the, the different varieties of food. You also need to know what kind of medium to grow in. Uh, Billy talks about the, the, uh, the, the energy for the plants, but you also need the mineralization in the food. I'm, I'm, I haven't watched enough of your videos, Billy, but I'm all about that. We're is, right on the same target. So, um, uh, Bloomin Minerals. Bloomin' Minerals. Longevity has a product. You can buy the bag of Bloomin' Minerals. It has all uh, 89 or 90 essential 90. minerals that you need. Because here's the thing. Your body is the perfect machine. God made the perfect machine. And unfortunately, all of you have been stop stuffing crap in your mouth. I did. I still do not perfect because we live in a toxic world. Nobody's perfect. But you want to strive to understand what's going into your system. So just getting beans and rice, rice is a, just a buffer and almost it's a, a band-aid. It's a band-aid. That's it, all it, it's, it, it's not sufficient. You better learn how to grow food in any condition. You better learn different techniques, you different uh, systems. Cause we, we, each of us have multiple systems. And when, when Billy and I started talking, I said, yeah, I use the back to Eden method. I have mulched out areas. I use uh, food forest uh, implementations of plants and bushes and uh, trees that are going to stay there. I don't have to mess with them. They just need to get rained on and I'm good. And then I have areas that I till. There's stuff I can't get in the clay that I've got to grow. So I have um, uh, containers to grow things like potatoes and some carrots because the, they just don't like the, the root crops don't like that clay I'm in. But I'm amending the soil. I'm developing. I put the... The, 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 the compost in them. I'm, I'm putting the chicken manure in them. I'm putting the, um, uh, the blooming minerals in them. And then I'm even adding some, you know, some calcium and stuff like that. All these things to develop a nutrient dense food production system that has multiple techniques and systems. 
So that's the goal. Uh, buying cans of, of food and stocking them on the shelf. Um, only push. It's only kicking all the can down the road to the inevitable of you running out. And I if totally you don't, agree, Aaron. I, to, I, I want to echo this because all I'm offering with the beans and rice, rice is buying you a little bit of time to do the very things. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, in my channel, I'm. It's funny bringing up the blooming minerals. Um, so apparently, you're familiar with Dr. Wallach as well, um, and and all the awesome stuff he's responsible for. But once again, y'all, another thing she's dropping so many red pills in this first. I, I can't even believe you were able to stuff it in all this time. But really, I want to. I want to make sure I point that out that folks, Aaron is absolutely correct. The only suggesting, the only reason I'm saying beans and rice at first is if. You find yourself, oh, shoot, I just woke up. I need something to keep me alive until I gain these other skills. That's about all it's good for. But like Aaron had talked, you know, we're surrounded. I'm looking right now up and down this emerging food forest I have outside the back of here. We have it all down. I mean, there are so many things that are actually, like she was talking about, the 90 essential vitamins and minerals that you can somehow, I mean, there may be some argument as to whether or not it's plant available completely, Whereas we do kind of the same exact thing because trees also bioaccumulate a lot of that stuff. So when we make fires or whatever, and we gather those ashes and then we put them down on the crops to a certain extent, it does a lot of the same thing. But also, like she's saying, with that 90 essential, there's minerals that you need that you're not necessarily getting. There's only a couple of places on the planet where they have all 90 essential. And guess what? Their lifespans are about 100 on average. And uh, you'd have to read Dr. Wallach's books to know about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, we're coming, we're coming near to the end, but I want, I want you to give people advice. Okay. So you've, you've stated number one, Hey, you need to get yourself mentally prepared. Um, I've thrown in the beans and rice thing, which I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's nothing more than a buffer. That's all that it's providing you in no way. That's not a resupply plan. I mean, especially if you don't have access to a store or some of these other places, that's not a resupply plan. So what else do they do? Because we have about eight minutes left. I want you to kind of give them, you've dropped a PhD understanding and given lots of resources as to where they need to go to go find some additional information. But what do you want to leave them with as far as actionable steps that they can take right now after they get done listening to this podcast? All right. So when I was up in Montana, they, um, a lot of the prepper groups, and there's a lot, there were a lot of them that would have uh, weekly meetings, monthly meetings, and they called me in because I got to know a bunch of them through my solar business, uh, doing a lot of off-grid uh, solar systems. Um, they, they would call me in to talk about all of it. And there was a question that I asked them, and the, I'm going to, this question I will give to all of you. And it's ironic that uh, I was proven correct in, in the way it would play out. Now, it hasn't been a uh, permanent situation yet, but we'll get there as time moves on with the, um, the collapse of the system. So what I said is, okay, y'all have been up here at this meeting. We've talked about making your own milk and, uh, or, or butter out of raw milk. We've talked about this cute little thing and that cannon and all those wonderful things. I said, but here's the thing. You have so much complexity in, in, in your living systems. You have no comprehension of how much you are still dependent upon the mind controllers and the corporations. So therefore, 
when you leave here tonight, or for all of you who are watching this video, um, I want you to go back out into your car and sit in the driveway and you get you a uh, pad of paper and a pencil. Okay. Before, and then and then then step out of your car without and because the car itself, the, your your ability to draw uh, travel, drive, travel, uh, your ability to get from here to there without using your two feet. That's a whole nother topic, but the same concept. You need to start walking through your home and looking at all the things that you go to the store for or any one of the box stores or anything and go, okay, what is it do I need uh, that I am dependent on on a just-in-time delivery system? And you start making a list. And if you don't need it to survive, then you better figure it out uh, to get it out of your life. If you need it to survive and you need foods, uh, then like, you know, most of us preppers got five gallon buckets of our preppers, homesteaders, our long term survival or long term, longer, longer term thrival mindsetted people. We uh, have large stocks of the basics, the salts, the sugars. Um, I got 150 pounds of flour put away, things like that, the things I can't do yet. And then start you just start going down a list of what can you get now? What can you, um, uh, what can you work on to produce for yourself or find somebody in your community that can produce it and start looking to interact and build a network. And we, you know, the whole community aspect, that's a deep one and it's necessary and no lone wolf is making it through the next six, seven, eight years. If we do not have community structure, all of those things. So, there is a ton of building on every aspect that you need to do in a hurry, and it's not going to be easy. It's going to be scary, and you're going to you're going to you're going to have um, uh, many many issues unless you let that whole ego thing go away. So you're going to have to determine by making a list all the things that you absolutely need. And this is why things are getting really short, really quick. Is not only we have a supply chain that's getting shut down but you got a lot of people waking up and going uh, if i don't get it now i might not get it so there's extra purchasing people are trying to put away more so you're up against a pretty hard brick wall you're going to have to scale that brick wall to get over it because there are a lot of blockages that are falling in front of you quick and that's why i say i don't know how much time people have i really don't the moment they pull the plug on the remaining portion of this financial system, and this is why we had suggested doing it today. There's there's another gentleman. His name is Bo Pony. Um, he's not been right 100% of the time, but if you've ever gone and watched some of his biblical breakdown on timing of days and events and the, and, and the, and the cycles, the, mm. the timing cycle, it, it is it – is, It's upon us. It, it, is, it is crazy to see it. So today's a big day. Um, uh, we're watching the end of the financial system unravel in front of us. Um, this week one was a big weekend. I mean, we didn't even touch any of the politics, the geopolitics, the financials, the things that are going on in the markets. We didn't even touch any of that. But I'm telling you my observations this, this weekend, Russia opened a big old can of whoop ass on, on Ukraine. They just cranked it. They did Art of war, they pull back, said, Oh, we're weak, we're gonna do this. Ukraine come running in saying, Well, we got the re re regain the territory, and then they came, bam. I mean, they, they 
And you won't see this on the news because you're not looking in the right places. Some of you will. Some of you will. I'm, I'm just saying in general, most people, the, the normies ain't going to know what's going on. They're not going to know what hit them when everything shuts down and the banks shut down and maybe the grid shuts down and maybe the Internet shuts down. If you don't have your stuff, it's over. It's going to end like um, Mr. Polney says in 24 hours. In 24 hours, when he pulled the plug, it might be 30 days. It might be 90 days before they reboot the system. I don't know uh, how quick that's going to happen. And in that period of time, most uh, most of us have learned that their goal for um, 90% depopulation could happen that quick. Well, folks, you know? now you know why I wanted her on so badly. And I'm looking forward to some subsequent broadcasts, provided we still have a planet um, or we have a working uh, infrastructure. But um, as you can see right now in this one hour, have you ever heard another person drop a tactical nuke of information in such a condensed and concise sort of way? I don't. And this is why so badly I wanted I wanted her on there uh, or on this podcast. So, Aaron, real quick, we have about we have less than a minute left. Um, tell folks where you can find you, where they can find you, and how they can reach out to you if you'd like that sort of thing. Well, I've been focusing on the homestead because, um, quite frankly, four years of this is it's worn me out. I'm tired. It, it's going to kick your ass. It really is to 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 do this, to change, to build. And T and I, my partner, we built everything from scratch. Uh, so I still have my YouTube channels, uh, the, the Real Aaron T. Scott, and I have um, Heritage Homestead Creations. I've reduced all my geopolitical and economic uh, videos to where I'm just doing a couple how-to videos because I don't want to lose what's left of the channel in case I need it. But um, I'm not doing a whole lot right now. Um, if we do, it'll be with you because um, it'll be a good outlet. Well, it's been a joy. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs>